This is what Brooklyn sounds like. Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa, and I give a shit. Um, how are you guys doing? I, I feel overwhelmed before I even got started. I had the most crazy week today, but uh, crazy week this week. But uh, until I get to that, uh, let's just start off by saying thank you for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Dr. Lisa. Dr. Lisa gives a shit. And I uh, want to tell you how great our station is and that you should um, go to Radio Free Brooklyn. You know, we're really like we're really fucked about the money, folks. I mean, it's true. We're we're starting this big drive to five thing, and um, you could go to Radio Free Brooklyn slash donate and put in a, any kind of whatever you can afford, or even if you know, go nuts and go wild and just give us all of your money, even if you can't afford it. Um, Anyway, thanks. So today is a big day. I have to operate this board and I have way too many things going on. <laughs> I don't think I can handle it. First of all, I have this guest that I am so pumped about. Somebody I adore and admire, Leslie Goshko. We're going to talk to her in a minute. She's super, super talented. She She's She's so many things and she can't take a compliment, which is why we're friends. (laughs) Right, Leslie? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So anyway, uh, so Leslie is um, a very, very accomplished singer, musician, storyteller, cat owner. uh, And uh, I was just quizzing her about her new exercise. She she's now also like really dedicated to the gym, which I think a lot of people are very jealous of her for. <laughs> so we're going to get to her in a minute. But first, you know what? Uh, do you guys remember a few weeks ago I had uh, a boy that we liked each other in camp, Camp Reed Arthur, and Arthur, uh, Howard Eckstutt call in. And Howard and I hadn't talked in literally 50 years. <laughs> Can you believe that, Leslie? I, I can't because you're eternally right. like 25 <laughs> to me. No. So anyway, we hadn't talked in like 50 years. And like Howard, Howard is just the nicest, nicest guy. We had a nice little chat about, you know, Philadelphia and Camp Reed and Arthur. But he, so uh, I kind of, anyway, he, I, he, he's so sweet. And he, he offered a call in again today when I asked him. So I'm going to put him on. Howard, are you there? Howard. Hi, I'm Lisa. Good afternoon, and good afternoon to Leslie. What a pleasure. Hi, Howard. It's good nice afternoon. to meet you. Howard's great. Nice don't you, you don't you like him already? I, I already <laughs> I already love Howard. So Howard, I will have to look you up on the website, Leslie, to see uh, to see your smiling face. Oh, oh yeah, you can. You you're can, so sweet. You can see everything on. Uh, I posted everything, like all you need to know about Leslie, on the Facebook post on my page today so you can all go to that so howard howard it's good to hear your voice again i'm sorry i didn't get back to you very quickly after the last time we spoke because you know how things get but um anyway i sent you some pictures i sent howard pictures i went and found all my camp pictures oh i was like this sounds very sexual i sent you some (laughs) pictures howard no no it was me well maybe I sent Howard a picture of me at 14, so maybe that was kind of like 
So, and then I found all these camp pictures, but I realized I wasn't in any of them because I had no friends at camp and I just took pictures of other people and no one took pictures of me. So, Howard, how was the picture I sent you? Well, first of all, Leslie, um, of course the picture was, uh, was and you were sexy, even though you weren't trying to be. Uh, and yet, you, you were exactly as I remembered you. That was that, um, that, was that person. Sweet and uh, You're in uh, the... innocent and maybe not so innocent at the same time. <laughs> oh, that's so, how you uh, think. Did I have yeah, that depressed deer in the headlights look? No, not really, but you could tell that you're a deep thinker. Oh. I'll, I'll just say that. I, I can tell that you're you're thinking. Your mind is going a, a million miles a minute. Uh, but but you were uh, you were relaxed, um, and and it was at least a half a smile. It was okay. a half a smile, and the wardrobe yeah. is still. I wish I had those clothes. Those sh- my favorite shoes. The wardrobe still works, right? Absolutely. You could have uh, taken that picture and. Um, colored it in today's technology and, and you wouldn't know it was from 50 years ago except well so, well uh, so kudos that to that's getting way too that. close to a compliment i'm gonna have to change the subject <laughs> but um well, so i was wondering why you sent me a picture of the pool because uh, that was all I... nobody in it <laughs> that was all, that's her life metaphor. It's just a pool with nobody in it. <laughs> exactly. Leslie knows me. That's because I had no life. No one wanted to be. I had no friends at camp. Do you remember that about me, Howard? I did not know that about you. No, yeah, I didn't. Not really. Not no. really. Oh, not a lot. But uh, so, you know, Leslie, oh, you all you guys. So here's the thing about Howard. Howard, like I should have like married Howard because he was a really nice guy, and I would have like had a nice life instead of the horrible, like <laughs> the horrible, like black hole that I had to drag myself through for like a few years there. So, Howard, you know what I thought would be fun if we compared uh, Thanksgiving plans? Because I'm going to tell you mine, mine, and then I want to hear yours. Mine is driving out to the middle of nowhere in uh, Pens- in Pennsylvania and having dinner with my brother. And his friend, my brother from from elementary school, because neither of them have ever had a life partner and except for each other. And it's going to be just like like this really weird dinner at a restaurant with like, you know, people who who, you know, uh, are like retired government workers. So how about you, Howard? Let's hear about your let's hear about your things. Try and top that, Howard. First of all, Lisa, there's a couple of things you left out in the picture. Let's let me clarify so I so I have a, a, a correct image. So you're been out to Central Pennsylvania, and what we're at in Central Pennsylvania. I don't know, right? Howard. Let's not get into the details. <laughs> okay. And the second thing is, isn't your husband going with you? Yes. Ah, oh, well, you see, you said you. I know. I'm trying to make That's it sound amazing. pathetic. This is entertainment, Howard. Come on. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay. Well, my Thanksgiving sounds a little bit better than that, uh, but uh, I will be driving from Pennsylvania to the suburban Philadelphia area, and I will be making two stops. So the first stop is dinner, and it will be at my daughter's house, See. and there will be um, both of my uh, uh, my daughter and my both my daughters, my uh, uh, five grandchildren, 
And uh, unfortunately, um, uh, my ex-wife and her husband, and we will be having dinner there at my daughter's house in uh, Warminster Bucks County. And then from there, uh, after spending a couple hours there, I'll be going to my brother's house, um, also in Bucks County, for dessert. And there will be my brother and his two sons, and uh, and and uh, one of his and, and uh, um, one of their uh, children and surrounding family. So it's going to be a very uh, festive family. <laughs> it's ve- it's very uh, Norman Rockwell. That. Yeah. See that? I, yeah. See that? If I had stuck with Howard, I would have had a normal life. And look, look where I wound up. That's when I'm. This, this is my well, point. This is my point. Or my life would have been normal. No, no. <laughs> this is my point, Howard. But you know, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm happy how it worked out, <laughs> and I'm happy that you know that we can still relate to each other, even though like your life is great and I'm desolate. <laughs> well, it's not pretty good right now, Lisa. It is really good right now. Good. It is really good. Right at the moment, it couldn't be better. Right at this moment. Right. So anyway, Howard, I just want to say Happy Thanksgiving. Well, to you and and your whole you. family, if you can spread it out that oh, thin. Oh yeah! Happy Thanksgiving, Howard. I'm glad we got to meet. I, I will absolutely, and to all of your listeners out there, happy uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, well, and Lisa, I know uh, we've we've uh, we haven't talked for fifty years, but now we've talked twice in the last couple of weeks. So you know, don't be a stranger, and uh, and you know, anytime uh, you want to chat about any other topics or anything. I'll be happy to, to come on Okay, here we'll it. have you back. We'll definitely have you back. Thanks, Howard. Have a great day. Bye, bye, Howard. Have a great show, and bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I like Howard. He, Isn't he, Howard a nice he need, guy? He needs to be like a recurring guest. I, I know, like and him. he's like a financial guy now. See, I could have oh, like, I could have had, screwed I know. your whole life up. Well, my mother didn't help very much. <laughs> she wasn't very friendly. They to rarely him. do. They never help. So anyway, there we go. I uh so I love Howard. I know, I know. He's great. He's great. So here okay, listeners. So I got to I got to let you know who Leslie is. So Leslie Okay, so here's the thing also. I met Leslie uh in 2007, Seven. 2008. Yeah. And we were both doing uh shows at the basement of uh comics, Ochi's Lounge. And uh, mine went on for a while. And Leslie is like just celebrating her what anniversary is it? In January, it's going to be 11 years. And Leslie, of course. (laughs) The whole theme of this is how everyone around me is doing. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, No, so Leslie is, and it's a storytelling show, Sideshow Gotcha. Tell us where it is and when it is. Uh, It is the fourth Thursday of every month, except... Next month, we're not doing it next month, but um, the fourth Thursday of every month at the KGB bar in the East Village. And uh, and yeah. what's it about? Explain it. So we can... It's just, it's a comedy storytelling show where performers, writers share true stories about their lives. Uh, it, it's kind of in the vein of like the moth or this American mm-hmm. life. Um, and it's gotten really good reviews like in the Times and... Look at, uh, you have notes and paper. You've done research. Yeah, no, this is a big deal. It's been on... <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm uh, a big deal. It, no. Uh, hailed as Time Out New York and New York Critics Pick, uh, a well-programmed night, New York Times. Anyway, it's, you know, you know, 
do your own research. It's all in the fucking look. I posted everything you need to know about Leslie on my Facebook page. So, so anyway, but um, Leslie is a uh, moth champion, and she. Do you know what's funny? What I'm actually not. I've never performed on the moth, not once. Then why is this? So you're like you're like that woman that like told everybody she went to Harvard I did, but for I the government. I don't say on there I did the moth. You don't? No, but oh, that's every, all. I think what it is is because I'm a Manhattan monologue slam uh, champion, and everyone uh, always thinks it's the moth. But okay. you know what's great about Go with that? <laughs> I do because everyone's like she's a moth grand slam champion, and I was like, this is the best credit that I've never worked for. <laughs> like bring it on! But you could be. I mean, oh, like, do you thanks. know what I mean? Like, it's not like oh. No way. I usually don't correct people. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Oh, well, you know, if anybody. But I, want, I need to be honest with you because be, I care about you. you. Know, and you know I'll know. I'll find out. You will. I know. Well, you have notes. I will, I will. I will. I will. But anyway, so she does that. She's also. So we we talk like um, I posted that to the show that we did three years ago. Leslie was a guest on Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit three years ago. And so. But it was not in these very fancy digs. This yeah. is this no, is we fancy have a really here. nice. We we do. We've really so see. I was thinking about how part of the reason I wanted Leslie to come on the show today was because I think it's going to be very exciting to talk about how her career has really progressed. I mean, she was doing really well, but she's got consistent professional opportunity not opportunities gigs uh, now that we wanted to talk that I wanted you guys to know about, but. Um, I guess we've done pretty well, too, at Radio Free Brooklyn because we've got a nice studio and we had a shithole last time. <laughs> this is a beautiful, beautiful. Not that I didn't love it last no. time, but weren't we like in a basement? We were in a basement of a bike shop. <laughs> yeah. People love how, that. How yeah. Go- yeah, I remember it was like very dark and in the back and down and smelled like cat piss. Yeah. Did you notice that? But, yeah, of course yeah, you I'm did. okay with it. That was fine. But this good is- vibe. It did. It, I, I liked it. It was like renegade radio. Yeah, right. You know? Right. And but now, this, is, this is really this is this is nice. Yeah, really nice. I know. Well, um, and and now people ask, like you asked, can I curse on the air? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, I know. I, I, I did. I wanted <laughs> this. You walk in, you're like, I don't know. This looks like a non-swearing place. This is, <laughs> yeah. They got sliding doors and shit. But yeah, we got glass here. You, I know. It's not even broken or cracked. Yeah, we've got we've got we've. We've got, yeah, this looks fancy. You have a door guy? Yeah, we have. There's security? It's amazing. Yeah. A working toilet. I I know. No kitty litter anywhere. It's amazing. Yeah, I know. So we've we've all progressed. But in three short years, I think it's pretty exciting. So Leslie has... Two regular gigs now. One is uh, Losers Lounge at uh, Joe's Pub, where she does every single fucking Losers, Losers Lounge, which is a huge <laughs> deal. Uh, if explain Losers Lounge, Losers Lounge has been going on for like twenty five years, something like it's that. It's huge. Yeah, and um, it's kind of an institution there, and Joe's Pub is uh, the home for it. And it's basically it's an institution a, also. Yeah, it's an amazing venue. Uh, and it's run by Joe McGinty, uh, who used to play keyboards for the Psychedelic Furs. And um, it's a tribute show. They pick a different uh, like theme or artist and they have like 20 plus singers. So we just did tribute to Stax Records. Um, we've done tributes to Aretha Franklin. We've done Bette Midler. We've done... Uh, you know, Blondie versus the Pretender. So, um, it's it's a really really cool experience. That must, yeah, it's great. And um, I posted. So we're gonna play for you in a minute. 
when we finish going through uh, the rest of Leslie's accomplishments. Well, there uh, won't be time to end. Maybe, no, maybe by the end of the show, we'll get to this. <laughs> but uh, we're going to play. Uh oh, I just lost it. Uh, oh. We're going to play uh, Leslie uh, singing Dr. Feel Good at the tribute to Aretha Franklin. So we're going to play that in a second, but let's just get through. Uh, also, tell us about Leslie also plays every Saturday night and like a lot of regular shows. She calls it Sid's Gold is her home away from home. So tell us about, do you guys know Sid's Gold? It's like the coolest. It's cool. It isn't it? It's yeah. like the coolest piano it's, bar in the whole city, right? Is. There's no question. I think so. It's, it's I called, think so too. Yeah, Sid Gold's Request Room and it's kind of a retro piano karaoke bar. They also do live shows there. Um, I'm there every Saturday night. Nine, the, heart, nine the hardest nine. night of the week. It's, it's I, I like it though. I like it. It's, uh, it's. Every Saturday the night, which it. is the busy night, yeah, with the crazy people <laughs> from out. Do you get tourists? Oh, oh yeah, you get tourists. You get a lot of. Um, there's everything. There's bachelorette parties. There's birthday parties. Uh, one night I played, and it was for a girl's divorce party. <laughs> that one was my favorite. They they were were they off. having a great time? They were having a blast. You know, she's like, "This is my divorce party." <laughs> I love it. They were they were great. So it's you see all different kinds of people. All different skill levels. Uh, <laughs> I've seen a lot. And 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 what what songs do they ask for? Oh God. Uh, I mean the 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 usual ones are like "Don't Stop Believing," uh, "Sweet Caroline," "Total Eclipse of the Heart." Uh, everyone for some reason everyone really loves to sing "Torn" by Natalie Imbruglia. Everyone loves that. It's like oh, really? I don't know. It's making it a hard, comeback. Are any the, are those songs hard to sing or? Are those easy? They, I mean, it's, are, are, depends what on do you who's think motivates them. people? Alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> 1 a.m. and alcohol, that motivates people. So you've been doing that. And then also since since we last saw Leslie in person, she's had a lot of, um, you call this uh, music director jobs. And she, right? You did something with... Uh, I did... Uh, New York One anchors Pat Kiernan and yeah. Jamie Stelter. They had a live show for a while, and uh, that was at ninety two Y. And I was yeah, I was their live deal. musical director. Yeah. And what does a musical director do? Actually, keep that shit together. You know. So do you have to pick out the music? Do are there people playing also? Or that that particular one, it was just me. Um, but I I did have to curate. Um, yeah, I curate the transitional music, what I would do up top. They also had me warm up the crowd. So I did a little bit of that. But um, and then, you know, you, some, so, you get into copyright issues sometimes, too. So I have to make sure I'm not doing anything that's like right. going to be a legal thing. Or so stuff like that. so if it was like a movie, it'd be like sound design almost in a way or whatever. It's like the whole all the music that's going to fit with the show. Yeah, you know, you're you're curating the musical numbers and all of that and executing it. And wow. Wow. All of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so you've been doing a bunch of you've been doing like a bunch of those, right? Uh, it, it, I mean, I mean the, we're I, talking I, 3 years. Come on. Yeah, I mean there's like a lot of one-off shows in the middle in in there. So like Two any regular gigs, a bunch of other shows where Yeah, yeah you and know. This is what we're trying to trying to say, but you have a really big uh Oh, oh, what about, um, can we talk about what's going on with uh, Gary Burt, Burt, Burton? <gasps> can what, you tell us? Wait, how do you even have that? 
Because you what put do it you out have? there. It says also stay tuned for more information on exciting new projects. <laughs> I wonder if he's listening. Gary, if you're listening, tell me if I can say this or not. You don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to announce it here, folks. He might kill okay, me. So we're, we're working, we're working is, on a new thing that it, we're hoping is going to come out in like December, the early. Tell us who Gary Burton is. Gary Burton. Hi, Gary. Um, he's like one of my boss friends, but uh, Gary Burton is a, um, he's a great singer, songwriter, um, he worked for the BBC for many years. He was a radio guy, so you'd love him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, doing BBC, and he did morning drive radio stuff for a long time. Um, and he's British, so he's just fun to listen to. Wow, wow. But he also has a new EP coming out, So, wow. and I've played on his album for... Um, a uh, couple of Are his songs. Are you good friends with him? Yeah, yeah. Will he help us with our Drive to Five benefit for the radio station? If you ask nice enough. Yeah. <laughs> see, He's see in that? Brooklyn, so maybe that's a really? good fit. Yeah. That would be really cool. We really need help. We're 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 we're, we're a little nervous here about keeping the let's, lights let's, on. Let's, let's get talk. him in. Here. Yeah, let's yeah, get him in think here. So that yeah. would be cool. Uh Okay, see, see, I'm using this all to see, my See, we're making connections here. happen. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, when things are going. And then before we, I'm going to get to playing. <clears throat> it's all right. Better out there. Playing, so, playing you singing. But like, let's just talk about one more thing, which is like, this is really exciting. Tell us about the Workman's Circle Annual <gasps> Benefit, yeah. which is honoring Seth Rogen, folks, and yes. his dad. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about that. How did, how did, how did, you, how did they find you? Did they, you know, Seth, did, was it like Seth was over for dinner? Well, Seth or? is obsessed with me. Seth Rogen is so uh-huh. obsessed I'm, with me. I know. And I he was am- like, listen, just host this benefit. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it was, it was through a friend. Um, I wasn't even at first being considered to host it. They were, um, they're going to be, I don't think I'm saying thing, anything out of school. I'll, I'll just, I won't say specific specifics, but um, mm-hmm. they were just going to uh, hire me to do a small portion in the middle and then um then they met you well so i know this uh girl she's a friend and uh she i guess was talking with their staff and they were trying to discuss what they wanted for the night and she was saying well we want it to be like young and fresh i was like god bless you for saying i'm young uh young and fresh and we want uh-huh. it to kind of be like fun yeah. and da 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 and she was like who can we get and then she brought me in and but i still had to like go through an interview process i had to give a resume and links and all you know all this stuff um and then it went from this like small 10 minute section that I was going to host to <coughs> I'm hosting the whole thing and they're honoring it's their uh, Wow, you must have been so excited when they called you that. I, it's crazy. I'm, I'm going to meet Seth Rogen and his dad and they're the honorees for all of their work that they do with charity. They do a lot with hilarity for charity and all, all of that kind of thing. And they've had a correlation with the Workman's Circle. So this is their big annual benefit thing where they raise money and uh yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's going to be really cool because it's going to be in a probably in a nice place. With it's at the impre- Essex House, yeah. So yeah, it's- no kidding. <laughs> so- and, and you're going to get free food and shit, free oh. food and drinks. And but also, I bet the audience is going to be fabulous, right? Yeah, it's it's all the movers and the shakers, kids. Now, who's going to be there? Like, what kind of people? Uh Jewish people. No, <laughs> Jewish people. It's a Jewish nonprofit. Is it uh, a Jewish nonprofit? 
So, um, no, it's it's people who are very uh, like social social justice a social justice yeah you know and, yeah. Yeah. you know looking to make let's give things. it a shout out what does what does sus dad do do you know so his dad this is where i'm like oh shit i should have prepped more because i'm hosting it in like two weeks um he <laughs> he has he worked with i believe there's a workman's circle out there there's some correlation where he had been working with them and they're just they're philanthropic and you know work with charities and stuff and so when they i think they kind of reached out through him they, they had a connection already and then seth and you know his family like all got on board and they're like yeah so is his um father in entertainment or is it just like he's famous because he's why are you father? grilling me lisa this is what God. i do i know i know no this is good because i'm like i gotta go home and prep a lot more <laughs> oh, see We're i haven't got all my breakdowns no, yet. no no do you know i mean have you ever heard of him no Mark Rogan, I didn't know of him before okay. I was right. hired to right. host. No, well, a benefit I, honoring him. <laughs> see, here, it's all about my insecurity, folks, because it's all about me. No, uh, because I was thinking, oh, like, what do I know? Like, his, you know, his, his Seth Rogan's father's probably like a famous director that I never heard of or something. No, I, I think yeah. he's like, he's just, I think he's, he's just Seth's guy. Yeah. He's just what I have it so wrong. And they're like, well, this is how I lose the job. This is right here. Is, I want to know. This is exactly how I lose the job. We're like, we hosted this girl who knows nothing about this event. Find out about Seth's parents. I'm going to look it up now. You got, I wish we had, I wish I actually had a producer I was working with because I'd make them like find out you know why what? we you were sh- on you the should, air. You shouldn't have even said, you should have just been like, hey, uh, uh, you know, John, look that up and make it sound like we have this whole hey, team listen, working I'm going to put it out to you guys. If there's any listeners out there, Get Howard on there. Look. Get Howard, Howard on the job. Howard, are you listening? Uh, if anybody's listening and they want to call in and tell us, do some research and find out what uh, Seth Rogen's dad, who he is or what he does, let us know. I, I don't think anybody ever listens I to hope, the show. I hope no, no one kidding. from the workman circle is that they're going to be like, she's done nothing. I just lost you, your job. <laughs> she's going to be like, she's known she, about this for a long time and she's done nothing. Look how she's talking about Seth's father like no one cares. <laughs> No, 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 no. This is a subversive group. They would never, they would never like, you know, if, if it was the other way around where you were saying, I'm going to laugh my was. ass off when I get an email when I'm done with this. And they're like, uh, we heard you and you no, don't no, know anything no, no. you're talking you don't about. Have to worry. You don't have to worry. No one, no one's listening. No one, <laughs> no listening. Not even my friend, Gary. Gary. Come on, oh, Gary. Gary. Okay. Get on it. So, okay. Uh, enough merriment. We're going li- to, or whatever. No Here's more, more merriment. Uh, I can't believe you're playing this whole thing. Yeah, we're going to play the whole thing. I, I, I literally said, it was like, yeah, 15 seconds. Fine. Okay, so here's, oh, well, we got to do the technology, right? And um, no, but, um, you know, one of the things that I really enjoy about your music, Leslie, is we neither me or Leslie can take a compliment, but like, <laughs> let's just do this, okay? So... <laughs> Uh, is that I actually really love watching you perf- like perform the song. Oh, thank you. And so I posted all this stuff on my Facebook page under Leslie's announcement. So you should go there and look and watch it because I'm going to be playing a, uh, you, it's from a YouTube video. It's live at Joe's Pub. Please welcome Leslie Koshko. That's Joe McGinty. <laughs> Hello, Joyce Paul. Hope you're doing good tonight. 
And uh, if you're not, I do believe there is a doctor in the house. <laughs> Killing it, man! That was so good. Oh, wow! Listen to that. That that band's amazing. That's the Joe uh, McGinty oh, Seven. No, there. that yeah, that was that was really that was really really fabulous. Um, I really enjoyed. It. I, you got to watch it though, folks. Okay, <laughs> okay, you guys. So I got to remind you about uh, that. You're listening to Doctor Lisa gives a shit on Radio Yay! Free Brooklyn, and I'm here with Leslie Goshko, who is. Uh, 
uh, a multi-talented singer, comedian, song, uh, uh, um, piano. Sure. You know what? The stuff. No, you know what I wanted to say? Do you know that she was a valedictorian? <laughs> Leslie, you know, I'm always reminded that, like, uh, Leslie really, really had, like, she really killed it, like, in school. She was a valedictorian. And weren't you, like, the best piano student ever in something? <laughs> what, what award was that? That's, I don't think that's a real thing. Or whatever. Something like, didn't you win, like, I mean, weren't you, best like, a, didn't you have some award as a piano student or something like that? I don't think I did. I mean, I, or I was, I... I was my junior high salutatorian and my high school valedictorian. Then I was a summa cum laude, but it just lands you in a basement in a bar. So <laughs> like, it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Sid's gold seat. Um, but anyway, so I just want to remind you that you should uh, listen to Radio Free Brooklyn. And, you know, you could download our apps. We have apps online for free. What? So you amazing. can listen to Radio Free Brooklyn like anytime you want just by pushing you know, touching your phone, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Isn't it technology how that works? So go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone or RadioFreeBrooklyn slash dot org slash Android. So um, anyway, so anyway, I think I wanted to talk with Leslie. I think it would be really fun to talk about our relationship a little bit because I think that Leslie and I have a really like, um, a valuable, incredibly valuable, inspiring relationship, Aww, and I wanted, I, I wanted us, same. I wanted us to talk about it because here's the thing: Leslie and I don't see each other a lot. No, and we don't really even have that much direct communication. Yeah, we don't have a lot, lot of correspondence, but we know somehow that we respect each other and that we cheerlead for each other. I I say this all the time. But and also every time I see you, I'm like your biggest fan. I love everything you do. I think you're one of the most talented people. Your art is amazing. I love your show. Like when I get your newsletters, like I, every once in a while, you know, I will send like a quick like, yeah, yeah, killing yeah. it because I love, uh, you know, and we'll have the, that's our interaction. But I, I'm like the hugest fan of you. Yeah. And I feel like I feel the same way about you. And I feel like. Like Leslie, Leslie's so talented and accomplished and um, that you're I paying fooled, attention to me. I fooled another me. one. I fooled another <laughs> no, one. No, no. And that you're paying attention to me. But you know, what's really funny. Was, oh, come on. It, no, but this. this is how no, I you, was you thinking. You had a fucking it, like, exhibit thing at BAM. Okay. No, no but oh, this is. Someone's paying I'm attention just to tell, me. Get I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. And I'm telling you that like, I want to tell you this because it's really like stupid and embarrassing, but I I really want to say it because uh, I like making things as awkward as I can. Bring it on. And uncomfortable. And, and, but a lot of times, this is what I wind up thinking. I wind up thinking, Leslie is a really, really nice person. And she's probably <laughs> like this with everybody. No. She says this. This is this is what I wind up thinking. I, this is what I wind up thinking. I know Leslie because I've done enough. Like we 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 only see each other when I have a project and I have to do psychotherapy on her. So she'll be in my <laughs> and then, project. And then you're scarred for a long time. No, after no, you have and to then get into like, my head. And then so every time we do it, we find out about it. We talk about how Leslie had like um, she had a really like crazy childhood and how she's always like. 
she's like really on top of things and a real achiever because she she made stability happen in her life. And then there's like things. That's why she's so humble and she feels guilty about things. Kind of like sort of like I relate to that. I'm like that. too. I just have to say you remember more than my actual therapist I had who I fired because she couldn't remember like Dick from the week before. And you remember a conversation we had like six years ago. I just want to say how amazing. You are. <laughs> so um, so then I'm like, oh, Leslie just feels like guilty. So she's nice to me. No. <laughs> Not, that's how I feel. I wanted to I tell you that's, that. That's just in your head because it's it's funny you say that because I was I was literally I had my show last night and we were sitting and hanging out afterwards and it was me and just some like some of my close friends and some newer friends and everything. And I came home and I was talking to my husband. I, I was like, you know, I said, you know, they say that your friends are a reflection of you. Uh huh. I said, but I don't think that's accurate. In my, I was like, because I have such nice friends and I was like I don't I don't know if I like look inside my heart I'm like I don't know if I, I mean I try to be nice but I don't think I'm as nice as like my friend like you're a nice person wow wow you feel like that <laughs> I think I think I when I was younger I used to think like oh yeah I'm a I try, I'm, I try to be a good person and then the older I get I, I was I just think no. Wow. <laughs> I think I have maybe wow. some good days, but. So do you see, like, I kind of feel like I see myself reflected in you because I feel like I have a lot of respect for you and I take you very seriously, but I? I feel like that you have trouble seeing that about yourself and maybe I'm, I'm like that too. I'm just going to let that sit on air. <laughs> well, no, cause we've talked about this. Like I, I, uh, you always cut to the quick of me, Lisa. <laughs> Dr. Lisa and your damn insight. See, see I don't her. know. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't, we've, we've already talked about this where, you know, I'm, I'm probably a little hard on myself. Right, with right, stuff. right, um, right, right. You know, I don't, I don't know. But you know what? Actually, I thought was really interesting. Before we got on the air today, we were talking about, I, I you know, um, fan of Leslie's have noticed that she's been really killing it at the gym, like with <laughs> weights and shit like that. And this is somebody that I didn't, this is a new thing for, this is not the Leslie I knew the last time we saw It's not other. the Leslie that anyone wants to know. Nobody wants to hear me talk about working out. So I'm like, but I mean like a big fucking, how much did that belt barbell weigh? Well, see, now I know oh, terms like my one RM, which is my one rep max. See, it's it's like obnoxious. No, now. no. But it's like more than you weigh, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you can lift more than your weight. Yeah. If Easy. I my my max, my one RM for a deadlift right now is 180. 180. You can yeah. lift 180. <laughs> That's crazy. So here's here. There's here. people that there's girls who lift a lot more that are. Trust me. Like I. I put myself against them. I'm like, Oh shit, I got a long way to go. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. You better work on, you got to work on this, honey. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be a competitive that's, bodybuilder. Yeah, only 180. That's not much. No, see more than a that's way. great. Um, so the thing is, is that, uh, so Leslie, I, I already quizzed her. She's not going to want to tell you. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to do it for you. So she did, um, she's done. She, she got, she goes to the gym uh, she works out three times a week and she works out for an hour and a half every time. And she just started doing this a year ago. And so you really like, I mean, it must have had like this huge impact on your physical being, right? 
Well, I mean, yeah, if you're, that all started because I, I was like, oh, I want to, well, because I was fat. <laughs> I was heavier than I should have been. So then I, you wanted to be. Sure. No fat shaming here. Folks. No, there's not. I'm shaming no, myself. No. That's, you felt that yeah, you wanted to lose weight. Yeah. You know, and also like we had talked about, you know, like I go on auditions or I'm performing yeah. or stuff. And it's just, you know. Yeah. She gets casting. She's got to go on auditions for, you know, you, yeah, you, you want to feel good about how you look right. and all that yeah. stuff. You know, um, I'm just saying for me, I wasn't happy where I was at. And I, I had never done like any kind of weights. I didn't, I literally didn't know the difference between a barbell and a dumbbell. And I still say the wrong thing. So I, I, I got a trainer and I just was going to start like just learning some exercises. I was going to do it for like three months and be done. Um, but I have an amazing trainer. Shout out to Teddy Sanchez. Teddy. I love Teddy. Um, and uh, so, yeah, now we just had our one year <laughs> anniversary um of working together so yeah i mean it turned into i a, a whole thing i didn't you know i didn't set out to go do deadlifts and you know kettlebell work and all of that nonsense it just happened so it's now really integrated into your life yeah you know it's still i it's still i don't want to say a struggle i still have to make very conscious efforts it's not just like Hey, I go to the gym all the time. I love no, it. You it's know, it's huge discipline, isn't it? Yeah. Like, how hard is it to get yourself there? Like, what do you do? Like, tell us like well, about getting it, getting yourself there. <laughs> it's hard with my schedule because my schedule is so erratic. Because my my weeks change all the time because I don't know. Depending on the shows, yeah, depending you, if sometimes at I mean, I regularly play at Sid Gold's at, on Saturday, but sometimes I'm subbing out for people. Sometimes um, I'm singing at another gig, so I don't get home until. You know, midnight, one, when I'm doing that Saturday shift, I, I usually don't get home mm -hmm. to like three. So, but I don't work out on Sundays. <laughs> but, you know, those gigs, I, and most of them are in bars and a lot of times you get drink tickets and stuff. So like, you know, yeah. back in the day, I'm like, sweet, you know, it's a Tuesday. Yeah, let's get fucked up. You know, I do that all the time. And now I, it, that's how it changes where I have to really monitor like I don't stay and hang out afterwards. Like oh, I'll, I, I, you know, I, I'll stay for, you know, my show, the show or whatever. And, you know, try and be mm -hmm. respectful of that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, then I'm home and I go right to bed and, and I have my alarm set and then I'm up at six 30. Is that hard though? At six 30, are you like, I'm, but I'm a morning. It's hard if I'm hungover. I've mm -hmm. done like a couple of those and it's, mm -hmm. I, I just shoot me. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's I'm a morning person and I like goal. I'm goal oriented. So I feel better when I do those things mm -hmm. as opposed to not, mm -hmm. you know, but there's sometimes I, I mean, trust me, you can ask my trainer where I'm there and I'm just bitching. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, this is heavy. Oh, I'm tired. Uh. Is it really hard to fit it, fit it into your life? Have you had to make a lot of changes or I, I mean, that I sounds just, like a really radical. I mean, to me, that's a lot. Yeah, I just have to. It's like what, having a kid or something, practically, <laughs> to me. It's worse now. Um, I just have to, I, I have to structure it in like it's an appointment. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have to treat it like it's not an option. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'm curious, like, how that has affected, like, your your confidence and your, your self-image. And I don't mean just because, well, you look great. You look oh. great before and all that. It's not just about... We're not talking about necessarily yeah, physical yeah. appearance, although you did lose weight. Yeah. Um, I'm just talking about like how, how you feel, 
how do you feel? How does it feel? Does it feel different? Does you feel, do you get a sense of accomplishment as well? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of benchmarks uh, with that. And that's the one thing too, is I said this to my trainer, it, uh, someone told it to me and it was more about artistic, but it's the same in the gym or the arts or whatever. There is no there, there. So there's like benchmarks you have that you want to hit and stuff, but there's never like you hit one thing and that's it. Now you're done. You know, oh, there's right. never that point in your career. Like, hey, I'm done forever. I'm, you know, maybe, but, <laughs> but you know, it's, um, you get a lot of pride in setting, setting something for yourself and striving for it. Whether that's, Hey, I want to lift a 10 pound dumbbell. It's not about the weight, you know, it's about, having an intention and setting it and being able to do it and be like, I did that. And when you set all of those little benchmarks, it builds your confidence because you're showing up for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if it's 180 pounds, you know, I didn't fucking start with that. You know, I couldn't even lift 15 pounds above my head without wow. just being like, Oh my God. So, you know? I mean, a year isn't that long to make so much progress. Really. When you look back on where you started, are you like, Holy fucking shit. Is it like her, her eyes are lighting up yeah. I wish when I asked her that question. <laughs> Is it like you can't believe that? I can believe it because I lived it. You know, right. I mean, it's there. It's a lot of work. You know, but you I, feel like you've really made like a huge. I mean, it must. It, it sounds like a big fucking accomplishment to me. It is. It is. I'm I'm proud of all the stuff I've done, you know, and it's just showing up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it. the one thing I do like about this. I do like um I like sports metaphors. I like watching a lot of like documentaries about like sports and teams and dance and stuff like that. Cause I like the, the discipline. And I think that transfers over really well into a creative life. Um, yes. And so I get inspired by that. So even though these seem disparate, you know, they're so different, they really play in, you know, and you know, there's tons of times where I try and lift shit at the gym or I try and get a PR and um, I, you know, I, try and get that next thing. And I fail, you know, I don't post those videos. Everybody, you know, people have, it's very kind when people come up and they're saying, I'm really inspired by your videos. I really like them. There's a, there's a ton of videos mm. I don't post mm. where I can't lift that shit. And mm. then I'm mad for a day and my trainer has to text me throughout the day because I'm like, Oh, I fucking failed. You know, like there's all that too. I don't wow. you know. You don't show all that. Because, no, I mean, but it's interesting to hear how emotionally invested you are. I mean, well, I'm not I'm no. insane. <laughs> no, no, because to do anything, you have to really care to do anything well to part, six to, yeah. to progress. I mean, part of that is my personality, though, because there's a lot of people that go in there and they, you know, they, they start with a trainer and they drop out and they're like, I don't want to do this. And that's fine. Um, but I, I always want to try and improve myself. I'm. Yeah. whatever I'm yeah. doing, you know. Is Kyle impressed? Your husband? He, I can't <laughs> imagine. Like, I'd love to hear what he has to say about this. This is such a weird thing. I don't know why I thought about this, but he says, like, it, when he gives me a hug, he's always like, your back is so firm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he always, he's like, it's really, it's really so, hard. So he's like, who am I touching? Yeah, th- th- that's just, a, <laughs> no, but he's, he's really supportive too. And God knows I like, I have complained about like, yeah. oh, I didn't get this thing or I haven't lost enough weight or I'm not doing well here. I mean, he's God bless him. My my friend always says the only thing more boring than working out is talking about working out. Now I'm that person. No, but, but. I, I, I find it really. So but how about like just in a day to day level? Like, do you feel like 
um, more confident in general? Like, sure. You know, I mean, the the physical part aside, you know, like you lose weight or you tone up or whatever. That's of course, that's going to make you feel mm-hmm. good. But um, it really comes back to keeping promises yourself and challenging yourself. And um, also in the gym, you're not competing with other people unless mm-hmm. you're doing even if you're doing a competitive sport with that, with weightlifting and stuff, you're still trying to beat your best. Right, right, right. So it's very, it's just you against yourself, which mm-hmm. I feel like it is in a creative field too. You can be like, oh, look at what this person has. Look at what this, you know, they're over here or this. At the end of the day, are you putting in the work to do your best stuff? Mm-hmm. And you can be like, hey, I wrote this song or mm-hmm. I did this sketch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if it's your best, then it, that's what builds the confidence. You showed, you're showing mm-hmm. up for yourself. But I mean, even like I imagine like when you get out and sing like or playing, you know, playing at Sid, SIDS, yeah. like it feels like that kind of thing. Like just knowing that like you can do like you can do more. I know I could, fu- I know I could like fuck that? up some drunk person if they came up. To no, me. <laughs> but does it feel like that? Like more present in your body kind of thing? Yeah. Or am I being idealistic? No, I think... Um, I mean, and even just physically, like I play at, at SIDS, I play, the shift is four hours. I usually do four and a half and I don't take a break. So wow. that is a physical effort. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I'm stronger. So like, even with that and how long I do that, I feel, you know, even stronger doing that than when I had first started, you know? Um, But I mean, I don't know if that answers your question, but it, it yeah, it helps with your confidence. It helps with, um, just knowing you can do things, you can challenge yourself and you can also still fail, but you can still show up the next time and go for it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it, like I said, I feel like it translates to a lot of different areas in your life. Yeah. Well, I can see how, um, it would translate to playing music or practicing, practicing piano. What is something. this practicing you speak of? <laughs> I don't practice as much as I should, but. Oh, well, do you need to, do you, you're pretty good. You need to practice. And <laughs> you learn how to play, you know how to play the piano, right? Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I mean, I basically I'm practicing every weekend for four and a half hours. Uh, are you supposed to practice more? Are, like, do people no, that play? No, I, I, I'm not a jazz. Uh, for a while I was, I started taking jazz lessons uh, because mm-hmm. that's not my strongest suit. And then my piano teacher moved. I was so pissed. He was uh, like this amazing guy. He was like 20 something. And he was like the chillest, coolest guy. I'm so upset he left. Um, you still taking lessons? I I, <laughs> I hadn't. I hadn't taken lessons forever. And then I, I hired it like two years ago or a year ago. I was like, I'm going to take lessons. And that was the first time I had taken lessons since I was like in school. You're a professional. Does, I know, but I wanted to get better. I could still get better. Yeah. Like yeah. how can you... Like, okay. There's always, you can always have someone mentor you, but like that teach you things that you don't already, or, or just maybe the objectivity, the subject, like, like I'm trying to translate it into making the crap that I make and then thinking, well, if you had somebody around saying, have you tried this? Have you thought of this? It would help. It's, it's finding someone who can push you even more than you might know how to push yourself. I guess that's a good way to say it as opposed to, um, Oh, I need, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this guy was better at jazz piano than me. So I was like, help me get better, you mm-hmm. know, so that I can also be better at this gig or mm-hmm. when I'm doing, you know, I get hired. I was getting hired. Um, I got hired for this. It was like a 20s, 30s band. And that's how this whole thing started with the jazz teacher. I was in this 20s, 30 one off. And uh, there's all these big solo breaks. Mm-hmm. And I was with there was oh. this amazing 
clarinetist in there and he was just killing it. And then he's like, Leslie, take the next solo. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, I don't need a solo. And I was like, wow, my, my solo skills ain't that great there. And I was like, I don't want that feeling. That feeling sucks. And then I, so uh, I hired, it's really just in the ass. There. It's really, uh, anything well, I can do, uh, do, anything I can do to avoid embarrassment or shame. <laughs> it's when I get someone to help me. <laughs> well, that's good. That see, there's good coping skills folks ask for help ask for help i'm the older i get i try but yeah so did you learn a lot that way i did he was mm-hmm. am, he was amazing but were you going to say that when you with jazz and stuff do you have to practice a lot or well see so i after he we stopped our lessons i i didn't practice as much because it's not is that's not a genre i play in a lot i do a lot of pop rock soul stuff because of karaoke right, right, right. so like that stuff you know i'm i can pretty much do that pretty quick. But, um, I like jazz is work for me. So like if I'm doing, and you can do those drills and exercises forever and you do it in every key and all of that. So I was trying to reinstitute that for myself. And that is a goal I have not met (laughs) because I, because then I have to get up super early. I was going to do that before I went to the gym. I was like, fuck this. I'm not getting up and practicing jazz at like five in the morning. I think we should let Leslie go on that. What do you think, guys? <laughs> I think it's I think it's enough. Don't ask me to play. I your think jazz you have gig. enough going on. No, I think you have enough going on. I don't think you need to do that. Okay, you cool. Know, you know, Check that one off. You. We forgive you. Check that one off. <laughs> so, um, what what are what are you looking forward to? What are you looking forward to? I mean, like let's 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 be real here. I mean, look how much you've accomplished in three years, right? You're so sweet. Thank no, you. I'm not. I'm telling the fucking <laughs> truth. It's true, Leslie. I love No, you. we know this. We know this, though. Right? She can't admit it. <laughs> um, so what, what do you, like, what would you, what are you, what's next? What's next? What's, like, what would your fantasy goal be next? Let's make it happen. Oh, well, I would, I love doing commercials. And I, I got one earlier this year that was a lot of fun. I'd love to do more commercials. And what what about commercials like? I just uh the money. No. The money. <laughs> the money's I mean, you're at you're really acting. We didn't put acting on the list of things that you're but that's really more well, that's of an what, acting That's job, what my degree is in. In acting. Yeah, my degree, I have a drama television film performance degree. That's oh. that's my degree. Oh, so I don't you have, have all that training. Yeah, I, I, I didn't graduate with a music degree. It's just that you're really good at music and people pay it's easier to make money at music than acting, I guess. It's it's weird I did not set out for that to happen. <laughs> you're really good <laughs> but at you, it. But you know what there's so many it's weird too because there's so many amazing musicians especially in New York. I I'm beyond and I don't say blessed a lot without irony, but I'm very blessed and lucky to have as much work as I do, mm-hmm. having not specifically set out for that. Right, right. But also you're really um, trained and also you're probably, you know, you. you I can see why. I can Aww. see why. So what's but, next? I don't but, know. I, I'd love to do more acting work and I'd love to do more on camera stuff. I, I, I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always I'm I'm searching for my next I guess thing I want to produce, like mm-hmm. I, I produced my show and for a while I was doing, um, you know, I do like a staying alive tribute party or I was doing this thing called the real housewives of Columbo uh, where that, you know, the old 70s show Columbo. Yeah, 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 so I would right. do it as like an improv murder mystery with music and everything. Oh, that sounds great. It was. We did like three of those and it was really, really fun. I'd be a different housewife that was like 
on this oh, show. Wow. It was really fun. Um, and then I did all, the, and like I did these old fashioned piano parties. Yeah. And that was remember. all at Cornelia Street Cafe. Those and then they closed. So successful. Oh, thanks. I, I, I really enjoyed them. But that yeah, was. Yeah. And isn't that horrible? Yeah. And that place was also like a home way from home. That was one of those places I could come to them and be like, listen, I have this insane idea. And they'd be like, sure, what night do you want? Yeah. And I'm like, give me yeah. a Saturday. And, and John like, Morrison okay. did great yeah, comedy John Morrison, show yeah, there Morrison every Motel month. and everything. I love that show. So it was really, I was really bummed when that place yeah. went out of business. And then... Because of the fucking gentrification. They had a fucking horrible landlord. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I guess I, I, I want to do more like on-camera stuff. I want to keep up with my music. And then I also want to... I'm looking for the next thing that I want to... The next creative content that I want to produce and I haven't Mm -hmm. landed on an idea. I mean, there's, I have a lot of ideas. I could be like, I could do that. I could do that, but I really want something that's going to be like, that's where my, so you have, yeah. Cause you have, you have concepts for like an entire show. Yeah. I always always have like a few things. So that's what you would really like. But now I have to find the right venue for it. I mean, I I always had these little pockets where I'm like, I know I could do it here. I could do it here. And then they're all closing. I know. I know. It's horrible. You know what a great place is, by the way? Radio Uh, Free Brooklyn studio. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Caveat. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do, I want to do psychotherapy live there. Did you know that folks? I got a new tape. I'm going to put it online today. And I wanted, that's where I want to do psychotherapy live. Okay? That would be great. I've done a couple shows there. And you have? Yeah. yeah. I, it's a great space. Yeah. That would be great for a, a solo show from you. Invite, invite me to your show. I'll be on it. Okay. If we, if we, if we ever get it on there, if we ever get it on there, I did get rejected once, but I have a new tape, so we're going to try. I got, I, I know, I know some people. You do you? Oh, yeah, this I know, is great. I know the guy, one of the owners of it. You do? I do. I'll hook you up, oh, girl. Oh, see? I'll hook you up. I'll make, I, I'm making promises that I might not be able to deliver on, no. but I'll hook you up. Okay, so this show really, Leslie, we've got one minute I left. I know, but, this one's so you know, fast. But I got to say, you know what? This show is really, I feel like I've gotten, uh, I feel like this show has been really for me. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I really focus on the other person, but <laughs> I really feel like I got, I feel so much better than I did yesterday. Then that's all that matters to me. You know, so. Your uh, well-being and Howard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Howard. Make it full circle. Okay. So, um, yeah, the only, I mean, honestly, I just, I knew, I know if we live closer or if you didn't work at night, we would definitely be hanging out oh, all would. the time, right? But until then, I'll see you in another three years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Thank we you. all, we all, we all have these, we all. But, you know, we you can still make a difference. Here's the thing. You can still make a difference in somebody's life in so many different ways, even if you don't have t- enough true. bandwidth, even if it's not possible. You know, we could do you could. Here's a great idea. So let's just you give up the gym <laughs> and then we're just have coffee instead yes. three times a week done it would be a lot cheaper <laughs> trust me all right folks so stick around because we've got great programming this afternoon and don't forget to go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate uh i'm at dr lisa levy sp on instagram uh get in touch and uh, have a great. Doctor Lisa gives a shit. Doctor Lisa gives a shit. Doctor Lisa gives a shit.